1: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings, veering back into reality TV today. Now, this isn't necessarily a spoiler of what happens, but we're going to be talking about the rumored The Challenge OG cast, the Mark Long special, as we're going to call it, the next season after the season that's currently going on right now, Double Agents, which maybe we'll talk about at the end, who knows. Joining me on the line to break all of this down, and actually smash the like button to the video and in the comment section, uh, tell me which challenger on the OG cast that isn't there that you would have liked to have seen on this cast. Cause there's some pretty notable names missing from NFL network, Adam rank. He's here. We never talked to him about football, only the challenge <laughs> in movies. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so happy about that. That's, that's a huge badge of honor for me because, and I don't want to come off rude, but the NFL gave us the week after the Super Bowl off. Now, obviously you see, good morning football is still going on and Andrew Siciliano is still doing his thing. I'm checked out. And then people will be like, Hey, do you want to come on? I'm like, Nope, unless it's the bears yeah. getting a quarterback or it's uh, the challenge. That's the only thing when Pat reaches out to me, I'm like, okay, clear the schedule I'm in. And I can't wait to uh, chop it up about this challenge. This OG special.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you are an OG of this. So you'll probably remember <laughs> these guys from like the mid nineties on like I uh, I don't know, real world from,
2: They're my, they're my age bracket. Yeah. This is like, this is too close to home. Like, oh yeah, I remember this, like watching these as they were unfolding.
1: I mean, I, people may not know this, but I think that you might have been on real world San Francisco. You might've been the one to replace puck. I'm not sure about that though.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's been rumored. I have not been on the real world ever. I, you know, what's funny is one of my, when I was in college, one of, my, uh, one of my friends, we worked on the school paper, the Daily Titan at Cal State Fullerton. They offered him a spot to be on the real world. I think it was, would have been in like San Diego or something. No, but one of those. And he just said no. And I'm like, and I was the only one who was like, what? How do you know? Was it Seattle? Well, anyways, uh, I was very disappointed with him that he did not take that opportunity because I would have jumped at the chance, but it's probably for the best that I didn't do it. I don't know about that. Some of these like <laughs> mid nineties, real world people ended up doing really well. Well, Kit, yeah, Kit's gone on and done well. And you know, like you see people like the Miz has done amazing. And then uh Jamie, you know, I was watching the hangover too, the other night. So like, there's, there's some success stories, like outside of like Johnny bananas, who's continued to make this, you know, a, a job of his and then very well, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying to judge myself in that time frame. I don't know how I would have come off. I think that we probably would have come around to the point where I was been, I would have been on so long now that people have been like, ah oh, rank's cool. But I, for that early part, I don't know how beloved I would have been.
1: Well, your NFL Network colleague, Kyle Brandt, was on the same season as Anissa, I think.
2: Yeah, you know what that's – and he's never done a challenge. And I've always talked to him like, that. whenever I see Kyle, like that's all I want to I, I, – I feel terrible because I'll bring it up. And I, I remember when he was launching the Kyle Brandt experience, and you know he's like hey do you mind you know helping out to promote this i'm like yeah no no worries of course like i'm, I'm into it i want to do it and i i made a reference <laughs> to like it is the most like this will be my favorite thing since he did the scary stories at grant park and like really frightened a bunch of children and he was i don't know if he was amazed or appalled that i remember and that was the reference that i went with but i'm like This listen kyle this is what we're gonna get when you're talking to me this is what we're talking about i still try to con- I- like, obviously, he's kicking ass right now. Like, he's one of the top guys at the network. He's top of the depth chart. And uh I don't know that he would ever go do one of these, but I'm like, dude, you played football. You're athletic. You could probably win some of these challenges. This is probably the season
1: that he should have been on when we really think about it.
2: Yeah. 100%. Yes. I'm disappointed. Although, I know he had the Achilles injury. Not too, and Now, it, it doesn't seem like too long ago, but it was probably like five years ago, but you know, I think he could go out. I think it looks at, And if you not seen him on Instagram, like him and Nate Burleson, were working out together. And Kyle is yoked almost to the point that I thought, like, I never wanted to ask him, but he showed up on Instagram and you're like, holy Lord, like he looks like Finn Balor. And, uh, but I, I didn't want to ask him. But I'm like, is he going, is he going to do this? Cause like, I think it'd be kind of cool because, you know, we were talking before the show, like what, what are the parameters for this season? Is it going to be a hard-ass you know, gauntlet type thing? Or is it going to be kind of like, ah, it's fun and games and there's going to be a cake eating contest. Like, I don't know, but I think Kyle could have done very well.
1: Yeah, in either format, he probably ends up doing pretty well. Oh yeah. Also joining us on the line, Host of the Challenge Chronicles, which you can go subscribe to on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify, or just watch on Mayo Media Network, recapping all of the seasons. Plus, there's rewatches of all of the old seasons up there now. He also runs the scoring for the Fantasy Challenge game, and it looks like he just came from a Double Agents confessional. It's Rob McIntyre.
3: What's up? Not uh, much, Pat? Um, I was going to come in and ask Adam who he prefer between Calvin Ridley and Justin Jefferson, but I figured he'd probably <laughs> rather talk about like Kellyanne and Ruthie and stuff. <laughs>
1: so you're the i will one...
2: hang up at that level.
1: yeah we, we we don't we don't want to <laughs> bog down rank with too much football talk here but you compiled this list of who the cast is rumored to be at this point i think they've all taken off for argentina they've done their quarantine the the thing that disappoints me the most are the people that seem to have been left off the cast like abram could have been on this season but he's not why isn't abram on this cast
3: um so he uh, he was actually dropped Right before filming, we're not sure why. I mean, considering COVID circumstances, you know, you never. Any, I think his wife has also just got pregnant, so it, it could have been a variety of circumstances that were actually outside of their control. All
1: right. Well, the the people who got dropped last second, it looks like it's like Abram, Casey, uh, Banana's old fling Ryan from Fresh Meat Two. I think that's when he came on Fresh Meat One. Heather Cook, who we have only ever seen for one season, Kahada didn't end up making the cut. Like these are all people I'd want to see over some of these names.
3: Yeah, uh, Casey and Cook were really disappointing. I've always really wanted Cook to come back. And then Casey, I just always liked when she was on. Um, But I think the list they got is pretty good, though. Like, I think we're going to have a a pretty good setup here.
1: So before we dig into this rank, is there anyone in particular, like I asked the people to comment in the comment section, that isn't here? Because I think there's one glaring name
2: from the
3: female. There's one really bad one.
2: I'm going to go too old school if you're asking me that question. Because I would think Puck. I just want to see whatever happened to that person where he I is. don't
3: think legally he's allowed to be on.
2: Probably not. What about Aaron from the first, from the first LA season or Dom? One of those guys, like, one of those, like, I don't know. Like I, I want to go way back. Like what, that's one of the charms of having Mark long on this is like, it's going way back and it's going old school. And I didn't expect to see Jacinda or somebody like that, but I wouldn't have minded to see Parker or Dom or somebody super old. I don't know. That's me. Rob, I
3: feel... Uh, so for me, I think Coral is the runaway number one, not why is she not on the cast. I mean, you never know, but she's definitely the one sticking out to me is why is she not here.
1: Yeah, that was going to be my hand. I just assume she didn't want to do it.
3: That's she was be. actually supposed to be on Dirty 30, but apparently they had some pay dispute and she didn't end up being gone.
2: Yeah, I think that if she came on, then you would have to have The Miz on, who I know that he's, you know, very busy being a wwe superstar but yeah would have loved to have seen that i yeah i I think coral was was a good one she's such a mainstay you know and she was so good for so long that you would have loved to have seen her get an opportunity here i also find it weird i oh wait are we talking about who's going to be on because i i find it weird that there's people who are competing on challenges right now who are now part of this and i told pat this is very phil mickelson competing in the champions tour like dude like come on like it's i get what you're I, I i get that you're allowed to do it but is it the spirit of the game for you to do it but
1: all right so the female cast for this <laughs> go season yeah, go ahead my show thanks rob um the female cast for the season this time around kellyanne from real world sydney we may remember, you know, a former Kahada fling, a former West fling, just one of our favorite characters, Kellyanne, Anissa, who's currently on this season, is going to be on this OG season, Katie Doyle's back, which is just fantastic, we have Trish- Trishel and Arissa from Real World Las Vegas, the first Las Vegas, Ruthie's gonna be on the season, Jemmy's gonna be on the season, Kendall Shepard from Road Rules Campus Crawl, John A. from Real World Cancun, uh, Gisela from Road Rules The Quest, and rank i think the queen villain of the challenge in history beth from season two of the real world real world los angeles i think she's like 60 years
2: old she's gotta be like i was a kid when she was on the real world like i was like first watching the show and it's good like i don't know i kind of want to see what she's up to i kind of want to see is she mellowed is she is she still going to be the I, Whatever challenge it is, she's the first one thrown in. Like there's automatic, like you're automatically going in. I applaud her for going out and doing this because, you know, it's cool. Like I want to see what's going on. But you know that the first challenge, unless you have won immunity or something, you're going in. You're going in first round. You're the first woman nominated. But I applaud her for it, for still coming out and doing it.
1: Well, I always, I always wonder with Beth, Like, there's so many people that don't want to go against her in an elimination that sometimes she can skate by. Like, Rod, there's been a ton of seasons where she just ends up quitting, isn't it?
3: There's been two, basically. Gauntlet 2, she uh, refuses to participate in the elimination because she doesn't believe in oiling herself before uh, wrestling Anita. And then um, Inferno 2, she quits because Tanya throws all of her clothes in the pool but I like people were making jokes about her being old when it was the duel. And that was season 13 and we're wrapping up season 36 now. So
2: That's crazy. But didn't she, she beat like Ruthie one time, right? Like she has a pretty, yeah. like she had a pretty side, like a pretty shocking win. So maybe I'm overstepping myself, but I just feel like with her personality, people are still going to want to get her out and they'll still have, they'll still go back to the thing about her, you know, advanced age. Cause she's gotta be, if she's not 50, She's got to be pretty close
3: you would think it's either her or Mark long they' the one of the that are the oldest ones on the cast um, that's another question though just like what's the format gonna be in terms of is it individuals pairs teams I was kind of hoping it was bigger teams but just because it's eleven women and eleven men I don't think it's gonna be teams then I think mate I mean I guess it could be a battle of the sexes which I would not want but um, I think it's probably just individuals and in that case like people might just not want to go in against Beth
1: who do we think is the favorite from this? Because it's funny to watch like the current season where whoever Anissa's partnered with, you know, that person's not going to win in the final, but I think in this format rank, Anissa's probably the favorite. Her, Kellyanne?
2: Yeah. You know what? It's one of those things that I almost don't want her to win because I, it's such a to do about her not winning on the regular challenge or the original, whatever you want to say that, I, I don't want it, I don't want her first win to come on this but when you're looking at the competitors, there she stands out because she's still active and she's still in that mindset. like Katie won the Inferno and you're like okay, like she could be really good Kendall, you know like people who have had great performances over years past, but when you're out of the game, like I, I think that you can slip a little bit like that's one of the like Ruthie Ruthie's another one that's very interesting to me. Obviously somebody who goes out and dominates in daily challenges, but can't win the eliminations. But again, with Anissa still being in the mix of it right now and doing well, like she eliminated Tori uh, just a couple of weeks ago. She eliminated somebody else the other night. And I just think that having been in it and having that competitive edge, I think she has to walk into this thing as the favorite.
1: I mean, Katie did win a season. She also won an elimination that year by smoking a cigarette on a treadmill.
3: Oh, a cool. itching powder. Um, well, what what is this final even gonna be? Who knows? Like, is it just yeah? It it could be like like Gauntlet two, where they have to like gamble random coins or something, and then you know, God knows who wins.
1: Well, I mean, that was, I think, a product of, like, a hurricane coming through, and that's what they had to, like, compromise with in terms of a final. I'm just really hoping that they don't take this too, too seriously. I would prefer it look like more of a challenge from 15 years ago than a challenge that we see right now. Like, I don't need to see geriatric Beth trying to, like, climb up a mountain over two days and, like, having to stand on a log for 24 straight hours. Like, I, I don't need to see that.
3: I think they'd all like. I think half them would just quit at that point, right? If they're like off the side of cars going fifty miles per hour down the road. I also don't think they have the budget for that. I think part of the reason they're doing this is because it's much cheaper than the real show.
1: Maybe rank. What do you remember about like? I don't remember anything about Arissa whatsoever. Do you? Oh, I
3: I, I love. Arissa has one of the funniest moments on the history of the challenge when on there was a challenge right towards the end of Battle of the Sexes two where they're like on top of a truck that's going around doing laps and they have to do an obstacle course while on top of the truck. And she is an, on a team with Ruthie and Coral and Ruthie and Coral dusted. They do it in like five seconds. Yeah. And Narissa is like a disaster. She's like on the balance beam falling off. She's wearing a helmet that's like seven sizes too big. She's just cursing constantly. And then it takes her like 40 minutes and she completes it and it's like just passed out lying on the floor as is Like you could have done better Arissa, while the rest of her team is disappointed in her performance.
2: Very true. She does make the finals though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she does. I always, but I was always kind of a fan because I love that season of the real world. And I always, I always remember her one night just walking into Steven's room, just like randomly, like she wakes him up for a, you know, a booty call or whatever. And uh, Steven turns her down. And I remember being enraged at that point. I'm like, what is happening? Why? But, yeah, I I think that she's it'll be an inch. I'm again. I think for a lot of a lot of these cast members, I'm curious. I'm I'm almost more curious like what they're up to now. Like oh, like like not obviously. I'm going through. I'm gonna go look up their Instagram or see whatever, and you see like Kendall or somebody who's got like three kids. Like oh, okay, things have changed now. So they so I'm curious to see where they are in life. Like who's gonna be. You know, somewhat in in still, you know, competitive shape or anything like that, what we're going to see out of her. But I always liked her. I always thought she was a a good personality. I thought she was like an underrated. She I think she only did one season. I can can remember just doing I think I don't remember she did multiple seasons, but I remember her mostly from her real world season. So that, that, that should tell you how much she stood out in the challenge. Well, if we're going to stick with the the Las
1: Vegas cast from that year, like it seems like Trishell has just been kind of around for the past 20 years, but I'm not really sure what she Wasn't she a pro poker player at one point?
2: I
3: think so. Yeah, I, I think so.
2: <laughs> I think that was it. There's a I don't want to get into it too much, but like yeah, cuz like you would see her in Las Vegas, like still hanging out, and I think part of it was because she was in poker. And she's taken on, you know, so many different challenges, trying to do so many different things. That, yeah, I don't know. I, it, she's one of those people that you kind of lost track of, and I'm curious, because, like, the last time I think that she was on, she was in a dalliance with The Miz, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, she was on of, Rivals, too. That's right. Oh, that's right.
3: When she was Sarah's partner and quit because she, like, had a production issue. Didn't that's she, right.
1: Didn't she, like, get into a fight with Anissa, and then she ended up quitting?
3: She also got into a fight with Anissa. Uh, Anissa, like, stiff-armed her, and then... <laughs> Apparently she, like, broke her, like, she cut her foot on some glass in the pool, which wasn't aired, and then she, like, got into a feud with production and left. And then that's, like, three out of four seasons or something where Sarah's partner's been DQ'd.
1: <laughs> All right. All right, let's go to the mail cast. So, Mark Long put this stuff together, it seems. He's the one who, at least on social media, rallied around it to get it done. So, he's on the cast. Alton's on the cast. Darrell, who's still on this season. On the cast: Big Easy, who I can't say I'm super pumped to see. Tech <laughs> from Real World Hawaii. Latarian from Road Rules. Maximum Velocity. Derek Kaczynski, our guy. Nehemiah. Yes, Duffy. Cyrus and Ace Emerson. I, I am actually quite happy to be seeing Ace. I love Ace. But ranked like this is a besides big easy this is like a legit old school male cast like there's no john a's or jemmy's or kelly ann's into this mix besides big easy it's all like old competitors
2: yeah they mixed in a bunch of 30 year old females who are still willing to come out and do this stuff but for the guys this is a legitimate one and i think Durrell might be the better example of the phil mickelson of like this guy is still a competition beast we haven't quite seen it in iceland quite yet but still somebody who's very competitive, but these are some blasts from the past and guys who have done very well in this competition. When you're trying to figure out, you know, who is going to be like, you have the clowns, like you've got tech and Eric and those guys. You're like, okay, whatever. And even, even though, um, even though we like, yes, like I'm trying to like, yes, hasn't been around in what, 20 years. Like he was (laughs) early competitive. I remember he was the first one who wanted to jump off the stratosphere in that season. That was the year What that was the year that tech disappeared. Like it got too windy and tech disappeared. And I'm like, that would have been my move. Like I'm not jumping off the stratosphere. <laughs> so I like to see those guys, but there's some legit. And I think Derek, when you look at these guys, like somebody who probably Derek probably has the most wins, like the daily wins of all these guys, he's got the finals, he's got the championships. I think like that's a guy right now who can still go out and bring it. Like if he was on the current season of the challenge, he would probably be doing real well. Right now,
1: yeah, Darrell and Derek. I think Darrell has four wins. Derek has three wins. Uh, if we don't include like Chance versus Stars, but like Alton's up there too. I don't know what sort of shape that he's going to be in. We know that Mark Long is just looking for an excuse to oil up his chest and take his shirt off uh, because the man looks—he's like an Adonis for being like fifty-three years old. I don't quite understand how we can continue to be in this shape over and over. But like, how is Latarian going to do here, Rob?
3: i don't know i I don't need i don't think we've seen him he hasn't been on since the gauntlet i want to say like it's been a really i mean it's been a really long time for a lot of these people but he wasn't anybody that even had like like i actually tried looking him up a little bit before i couldn't find anything on him, so i I have no clue maybe he'll show up and he's looking like Darrell or something and he, he should be like one of the four favorites
2: well i was you know i was interested in cyrus i'm like what's he up to and so i i went i found him on instagram Reason photo, he looks like he's in shape. He was in Venice, like, hanging out. You're like, okay, like, he's not going to come out and look like Ruben Studdard or something like that. <laughs> like, he's a, he's a slim man. You're like, okay, cool. Like, I, I really enjoyed him when he was on Real World Boston. So I'm i am curious to see, again, like, how serious these guys are taking it. And if it's one of those things where it's not going to be overly athletic, that's going to favor some of these guys that we know are in shape. Because, like, Mark, like, Pat's so right about Mark Long. And I, I don't know if it's because Kit does so well like Kit's been crushing it for forever. Like she's been on TV. She's done some pretty high profile stuff. And you know that every time Mark Long is in public, you are like, hey, what's up with Kit? Like he's got to hear that all. Like, geez, like going back to like Super Bowl 37, I saw him on media day doing something. And of course, like an idiot. I'm like, what's up with Kit, dog? And I'm like, I just realized you probably get asked that question so much. You can completely ignore me. Please do not give me the time of day. But he was super nice. Like he was super cool. Um so I'm kind of rooting for him and I'm glad that he put this together. I think this is a I think this is all
3: a, a cool thing.
1: Uh, Rob, how is he allowed he's to weird. How-
3: he's on the main cast?
2: That's what I was going to say. Like how can he
1: compete in this? Isn't he like making the rules for this?
3: He yeah, he was like coming up with It wasn't even just the cast. He was coming up with like the format and stuff and then he still so I'm curious as to how involved he was in the production process. I thought he was going to be like the host or like an executive producer on the show. I didn't think he was going to be on the main cast.
2: Well, it seems he should be the TJ of this. I, but I think, Yeah, but well, I think... he
3: should have Johnny Mosley back in as the host. Oh, but,
2: yeah. Uh, we, we
1: don't um, need... Yeah,
3: Mark Long, I was surprised he's not just no. an executive no, 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 no. We,
1: we, we don't need Johnny Mosley anywhere near this. Oh, I, we, definitely we, need
2: we should have Akbar do it so he could replace him on this like he did on American Ninja Warrior.
3: Johnny
1: Mosley was on American Ninja Warrior? He was no, the guy. Actually. He
2: was the guy that Akbar replaced. Are you serious? Yes.
3: Oh, I need to go back and watch this. Oh my god! Bro,
2: that because that was that was always one of my jokes. I'm like, because I would always ask, you know, Akbar and I obviously friends. And I'm like, does Johnny Mosley hate you? Like one of the first questions I asked him. Or no, because no, he joined American Ninja Warrior after he joined Fantasy Live. Uh, but yeah, I did ask him that, and he's like, yeah, I don't talk to that guy. And I'm like, yeah, I get it.
1: Johnny Mosley oh, is the king of. He probably has. One of the most vivid challenge memories I can remember, just hosting that Rivals 2 reunion (laughs) when everything went off the rails. I thought CT was going to beat him up live on air. Uh, It it was not great for Johnny Mose. I don't know if we ever saw him again. He hosted an after show at one point. It may have been that season, too. That was a mess, too but it was just jump cuts the entire time. Like it's like, he couldn't deliver his lines all in one sentence. So they were like Frankensteining like clips together. The jump cuts were all over the place. It seemed to make no sense. It was truly bizarre. We got TJ Lavin hosting this. And as we found out from this week's episode of the challenge, that his name is Thomas Joseph Lavin, not Thomas James Lavin. Like I forget who it was who thought it wasn't the true or false trivia challenge. Maybe we'll talk about that in a bit here. Ace Emerson from CT's season of the real world, real world Paris, underrated, terrible challenge competitor. Great personality.
3: Oh, he was bad.
1: Was it the gauntlet too, where they were trying to push the truck, but he left the parking brake on the entire time?
3: Yeah, that's like a top four mission of all time, maybe? Cause that's also the one where they have to like roll a boulder of like wood they put together and the veterans team boulder just breaks halfway through the mission. Yeah. And somehow Timmy and Mark Long have like the presence of mind to just be able to pick up the pieces and run across the finish line. And then they get to their truck and then Ace just forgets to put forgets to take the parking brake off.
1: I think that's yeah, also I think that's also the challenge where Cyrus said that he
2: should be driving because he has valet yeah. parking experience.
3: <laughs> I mean it's better than Ace, probably.
2: That's like Kyle trying to slide in and not wasn't it Kyle last season who was trying to do the stunt driving and he misses <laughs> everything?
3: Oh yeah, him and Nelson. Yeah. That was a weird mission.
2: And he was like, Oh, my dad's a stunt driver. I got this, and then just completely whiffs. <laughs>
1: I guess the one name from the mail cast that we're missing is Timmy, right? Like, I know yeah, that he, I yeah, know that I he got really banged up, too. but he... Rob, let me talk, all right? Can I finish? Jesus Christ, Rob. Come on, man. Just, just soak it in for a second. Uh, <laughs> Timmy's producing Ryan's Mystery Playdate, so I think he's just got too many bucks off that.
2: Stop it. Is he really?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I see the name Timmy Beggy in the credits when my kids watch it, so I think that's what he's up to.
2: And wasn't he like his final challenge the one when he retires was the breaking the glass thing? Was that him? Yes. And he he broke the panes in the wrong order cuz he eliminated one of the heavyweights. If I'm not mistaken, it was Wes or somebody like that. But he he eliminated some like big name and they're like, "Oh, sorry, you broke the wrong pane." I'm like, "That is the most garbage thing." i've ever seen and of course timmy's not going to make a big to-do about it you're like ah oh, you know what it's the rules i'm retiring you're like this is i'm still upset about that to this day
3: well it was him versus abram and abram, then that's right yeah somehow right. he broke the glass pane off but it didn't break when it hit the ground like i don't no, know it how. broke
2: it broke but it was something about like it was the wrong order like you had to break yeah, some but- other glass first
3: so he very much got screwed on that uh, elimination. I think that was as much a production error as it was Timmy's fault.
2: What a, it was just such a thing because yeah, that's I, I'm sorry that I forgot it was Abram, but it was such a thing. Like it was it was supposed to be such a layup, like there was no chance, t- and he just came out. Timmy just came out like a house of fire, just throwing fists. And I remember, and I still like to this day, I still get nervous watching. Like for whatever reason, like watching the eliminations. I think what it is is I always hate when somebody's ganged up on like when Teresa, like Teresa sucks, but like, I don't like oh, when just whole...
3: not stuck. I love Teresa. All right, good.
2: I, I was trying to, I was trying to curry favor with you. I didn't know how you, oh, know. No, see, I, I am
3: all okay. in on Teresa. Okay, okay, good. Good. okay good. Teresa should I, be on this season.
2: Yeah. I, I, I do like her. And I, I was super, I knew she was going to lose because Casey's a great athlete, but you're like, damn it. Like I can't watch it whenever they gang up on somebody like that. And I remember Timmy's elimination I'm like, dude, guy, go out there and smash it. and for that for him to win and then get a DQ was the most garbage thing that I can remember. They're probably not. but whatever. That's my hyperbole. That's my my spiel. Rob, who would you add
1: to this male cast? like like why do we have big easy here? I don't get it.
3: Um, I guess it's like a jokey figure. Maybe I'm just hoping he's one of the first two or three gone. I think Timmy is definitely the one that I'm missing the most. Like, I would most want to see him on. You have guys like the Miz or Theo Vaughn that I, they probably just have too much going on where they're not going to come on this. I think Brad is actually somebody who's kind of missing from this. Like, he, he had a pretty good track record on the show. He's even been on recently enough with Final Reckoning where, like, you know he can be on TV and be entertaining, but it's also not like Darrell where he's on this season. It's just an overlap.
1: I could see that. Yeah, even Brad and or Tori to the female cast, I'm kind of surprised, aren't there? Rank, are you glad that they didn't invite like Wes or Bananas or CT to be involved in this?
2: A little bit. I know we talked about it briefly when we were uh, exchanging (laughs) messages. It would have been kind of cool just to see where they stack up. But those guys, again, are still like, Bananas just won his seventh, two seasons ago. CT's still out there doing his thing. Although it seems like he should be moving on to the Champions Tour now because I don't know how much... I don't know how much game he still has left, even though he's still going to be like Darrell still looks like he can play and he's going to win challenges. CT. I know that he, he was saying that he lost the Kyle. Like I wasn't really trying. I'm like, I don't know, dude, like you can only ride this dad bod thing for so long. Like this is almost where you belong, but Wes would have been, Wes would have been too good. Bananas would have been too good. Brad is interesting. Cause I thought about him too, but I still think that he's still too close to the game. That I, even though God, he was what he was what real world San Diego.
3: Yeah, with he yeah, the first San Diego. Yeah, yeah
2: with, first with, San Diego. Like that was a that that's kind of a long time ago. Like that's that's a sizable enough gap that I think that he could have gone into this challenge. Like you said, Rob and Ben. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have stood out too much, but still, it, it would have been fun. I, I think he's a good competitor.
1: I think that was the Jamie Chung season as well. It also had yeah, Carmen, 100%. From, yeah, Carmen from Southern Charm was on it as well, though she quit Southern Charm this year, so she wasn't on. Oh. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Like, for example, me being stuck with two little kids and my wife in a very small condo for the past 10 months starts to wear on you over time. But BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which not may be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send messages to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit through an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of the testimonials that are posted daily, like this one about Brandon Wolfenden, CMHC. He's a very kind man. He isn't pushy and doesn't probe for answers. He is gentle and sweet. This is what Catherine Boulet has to say about her. Great service. Things keep getting better with Catherine. Look forward to 2021. Visit BetterHelp.com Mayo. That's Better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. The special offer for Pat Mayo experienced listeners, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com Mayo. Let's talk about double agents for a second. Then I think we're done with the OG cast here. I'm excited for the season to start. You hit on CT. I think CT rank is playing
2: possum here.
3: I think he's looking pretty good.
2: I don't know. I, I I see some of these. I think that what his game is, you know, with the power game and everything like that. I think that at some point that passes you by. And when you have guys like Fessy, although Fessy disappointed me a little bit in the hall brawl because like, For a guy who played football, you're lowering your head way too much. Like, why are you not going knees and elbows and running over Nelson or something like that? But I think that when you're that kind of competitor, that's where the age starts to play a factor. And I know that he's not even 40 yet, but it still starts to catch up to you when you have these younger guys. And so, I don't know, maybe I'm projecting, projecting my own failings onto CT. Like, I'm sitting there like. I don't know, man. Like I woke up this morning from playing golf. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm sore. I can't get out of bed. So I can't imagine still going out there and competing in these challenges. So I don't know, maybe I, he could prove me wrong. I'm rooting for him. You know, anytime we have an old school guy like that, but it is, it is interesting. And I'm, I'm curious to see, and I'm assuming I, if I can just say this, number one, having to compete for the, the skulls has been the greatest twist. I'm so happy that they did this. So now all these people have to go out there and you have to go face an elimination as you should. Although these guys are still scared to go do it. Like nobody, nobody wants to go out there and compete still. Like you have to win one of these things, but you still don't want to go down there and, and do it. Like, which it surprises me. I'm assuming that if if Josh goes out there and he competes and he's going up against CT and CT beats him, Josh is eliminated, right? It's not like you lose your skull and you stay in
3: the game. Oh, I don't think it's like an extra life or anything. I would be very, they would just take too long to get through everybody then at that point too. I th- the big variable for me, I think, is to steal the skull. Do so you have to beat somebody with the skull, or can yeah. you beat anybody and then just pick a skull like on the island and take? Oh,
1: I hadn't Whoa. thought about that. I hadn't that. even thought of that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. They they can't do that. That that seems ridiculous.
2: That's too Although,
3: mean. Why is that more ridiculous than like half the stuff they do? I don't.
2: Like, know. Could you imagine? Well, if you think about it, okay, let's say that that happened. Let's say Fessy went down. And he went up against uh, CT, and then one of them, like Fessy, could be like, "Well, I'm gonna lay down and let you win, and then just go take Kyle's skull."
3: Like, that's no, no like- I'm saying like, like let's say CT goes into elimination next week against Nam and beats him, And he can say, "All right, Fessy, you have a gold skull. I'm stealing oh. the skull. Let me take your skull." Fessy's still around, so he he has to go back into elimination, but he now doesn't have a skull. Oh, I like that. I would think that's what they do. The only other thing I could see them doing is, like, you have to beat somebody with a skull, in which case Josh better be packing his bag. Him and Devin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then, or, or, I mean, it depends on who ends up going in, I suppose, but... There could be the thing where you have Josh, Josh especially, because you kind of want Josh to be in the final with you, presumably, because he's probably not going to win. And then Fessy and Leroy are too hard of outs. Kyle might find himself into the worst position here from the guy's side because he's sort of in between. Like, Devin and Kyle seem like the two targets that, hey, you know, they could win a final, potentially. Like, they're not abject failures when it comes down to it, but they're probably also not the most – difficult outs from the male side in an elimination either like if it's a physical challenge pick on Devin if it's like a puzzle pick on Kyle
2: that makes a lot of sense yeah that could actually and that probably works in a Devin's fav- favor too and I'm sure that you know obviously this has been recorded already but that was probably Devin's selling point of like you want me in the final because I'm not a long distance runner and I'd be like oh that makes a lot of sense let's get her a fessy
1: well, Devin's commitment to always having a cigarette in his hand is just very impressive to me. Because they go out of their way to try to edit out anyone smoking. But I, I think him and CT have been like become pals because they're just always outside smoking together. 100%.
3: Him and Josh this season has just been like the two five-year-olds in first grade who are just know how to, well, one knows how to push the other one's buttons and just does not stop.
1: I can't figure out if I like Josh or hate Josh, but I think he's fantastic for the show
2: he's been one of those guys and I'm a big brother person and I warmed up to him because of the way that he not screwed over Paul, but his final speech to get, to get the win over Paul where he convinced the jury, like I was pretending to be terrible so that you guys would take me to the final. And it's actually my scheme. And there might be some truth to that. But then when he came to the, anytime these guys come to the, the challenge, I always have a background of knowing these guys from Big Brothers. So I I sort of pull for him a little bit, and then he's annoyed me, and then he swings me back. But I I'm now on i I'm now annoyed with him. I I just can't I I, I want to like him, but I just can't.
3: How nuts is it that going back to World of the Worlds one with that rookie cast that it seems like Josh is going to be the only one who's hanging around?
2: Oh, I know. Of all the yeah, of all the Big Brother yeah, it just seems crazy. And he's one big brother. Like that is the thing too. Like you, I don't know. That would always, I, I don't think he, I guess he early on, he did that a lot. Like I won big brother. And I think they shut him down with that. But <laughs> I think that got old after a while, but it's like, I don't know. I do like that. They brought them in. I do like that, that yeah. element of it. Cause they are such liars and schemers and only Casey's the one to me who comes off as like, Oh, okay. Like there's a likable big brother person still.
3: I really like the comparison between how they have these different shows now. And you can see how like a big brother or a survivor person approaches the show versus somebody who's on British TV versus somebody who's on X on the Beach. I like having that just comparison of the different archetypes of competitors that we have now, just how they approach a reality TV show.
2: 100%.
1: How come we're not mining are you the one anymore for that i guess amber (laughs) one of the ambers is from are you the one this time around amber am yeah but like we've had some good are you the one people over the years that have been somewhat long lasting like we had hunter and nelson and tory and other people who i can't remember at this point but i don't know it seems like they've been better than i don't know even the big brother people who are i guess fessy's all right casey's all right but most of them just kind of flamed out
3: Well, I think with Are You the One now, since the show has so much of a lower profile than like Big Brother or Survivor do, you have to be like the cream of the crop to get on the challenge. You have to be Cam, you have to be Tori, you have to be Hunter, you have to be Nelson. Devin also, Are You the One? You have to be somebody who's really like bringing the fire when you come on. You can't come on and show up and just have, you know, give two confessionals an episode and never drive a storyline.
2: Very true. And Tori, by the way, I feel so bad for Tori because she's the one, is she the one? She's always the one every season who immediately wants to go in there and earn her skull, and then she gets eliminated every time. You're like, come on – at least it's happened the last two times. It's like, I feel so bad. Like, come on. Like, you got it. And she's such a good competitor that it doesn't make sense that she keeps getting eliminated, but here we are.
3: Well, I think she needs to be, like, in a pair season and with somebody who has a little bit more, like, veteran's guile. Like, I think if she was paired with, like, a West type on a season, I think she needs somebody – For one, who just has like a really high challenge IQ in terms of knowing like pattern recognition and how these games work. But then also like allows her to pick her spots a little bit more and isn't so aggressive.
1: She's, I mean, CT, I think is doing it the right way this year because until they actually freeze people out for not having a skull, why would you throw yourself in early? Why not just wait till the end and get... I don't know, to go up against whoever if you know that they're not going to leave you out of the final because you never had a chance to get your skull until we actually see that happen. You might as well just stay on the show for as long as possible.
2: Yeah, I think they also like getting paid, so I think that's probably <laughs> yeah. a thing too. I I understand. Like, it's always weird to me. Like, I I think that you would want to go to. I I would probably the first couple times be the not an idiot, but like, I would be like Tori, like, I want to go get it. Like, I want to have the, I just want to get it, get out of the way, go get my skull and I'll sit back and just relax and do whatever. But I think that you're absolutely right. Like CT and these guys, even Durrell, you know, probably doing it the right way of like, ah, until there's a Royal rumble until TJ says, this is the final, the final battle and you'll never have a skull. Or if you don't get an opportunity now, I think that the only way that you could change that if, is if once they got those five skulls, all spoken for if they would have kicked those guys out like that would have changed the dynamic going into next season because they would have seen like oh my god if I don't get one of these immediately I might not ever get a chance and I might get axed before I even get a chance to compete
3: yeah I think that's the way you have to play it actually just to wait it out because now you see if there's only five skulls now either a you're getting you have to be called into elimination which you don't want like you just somebody's gonna try to take your skull and then getting it early allows you to be a target and then have to go in twice, or um, you can also just have it taken from you without even getting a chance to go in, like CT beats Nam, and then takes Fessy's skull, and now Fessy has to go back in again, because he got it too early.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, If you're a strong competitor, I think getting it early does make a lot of sense, because, you know, Fessy has his... You know, no one really wants to go up against Fessy and call him in. And maybe you can try to stick him with his Nisa for as long as possible and just try to freeze him out that way. And that way you can you can allow him not to switch teams. Uh, how do you rank? How do you think that the final ends up working? Do you think it's going to be individuals? Is it going to be the pairs that they're in at the time? Do you think these switch pairs? Cause I just can't figure it out.
2: Yeah. I think at some point that TJ is just going to say that you're all on your own. And I, I think that that's, cause I think they want a reward not necessarily Fessy, but people who are saddled with somebody like, of course, like he's always had to compete with somebody who's been struggling. And some not that Anissa has been terrible, but that kind of situation where they want to give them an opportunity to go out there and compete for it themselves. And I think that it, eventually it just comes down to, uh I, I honestly believe it'll probably end up just being one person. I know last year there was, there was some controversy whether it was supposed to be one person. And then they decided at the last moment that it was going to be two. But I think they'll come out and say this is going to be one person who's taking it all. I don't think it's going to be a situation where you can screw over your partner or anything like that because I think they have played that out now. But I think it's just going to be a one person ends up taking the the, the total prize.
1: I hope not. I, yeah. I I would prefer to see them play in pairs. I really would, and just not screw I do it up. Too. Just like let's let's go with this. Here's your pair. It's now the two of you.
3: I think the pair is just much more interesting, especially when you get in a final. Because then you get like the controversy of the pairs talking to each other, and like you, you know, somebody's lagging behind or who works the best with their partner becomes more into play. Whereas if you only have individuals running a final, it, you depend a lot on confessionals and you have so many people to jump around between them. Because if we have five pairs in a final, okay, we'll see how each of the five pairs is doing. Whereas if we have 10 individuals, now the camera's hopping all over the place. We have like no clue what's going on.
2: That's a good point. All right, I stand corrected. And it also, it also, um, because they they do make such a to-do about like, hey, you can switch your partner. You can infiltrate somebody yeah. else. I think that probably emphasizing that a lot probably means that, so I'm probably wrong. So I'm talking out of my butt. So I, I apologize. <laughs> oh, listen, I can come up here and admit when I'm wrong. I listen to your guys' argument and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like that's, yeah, that makes way more sense. I apologize. So anybody who heard me talk previously for that 30 seconds, I apologize for you having to sit through that.
1: On the female side, who do we think is the front runner right now? Is it Cam? Is it Casey? Because it doesn't seem like she's going to be going back in. She can kind of skate to the finals. And are they trying to actively box out Lolo so she doesn't make a final?
3: I'm not that worried about Lolo if I'm down. Yeah, yeah, that's what you
1: you said before the year. Then you made bets with me and you lost them already.
3: What's she done so far that's been so impressive?
1: I mean, she's Lolo Jones. She looks like she's barely trying and people are afraid of her.
3: I just, I I wouldn't be, I think whoever her partner is going to be so annoyed with her. What, by the time they get to the final, if it is in Paris, they're just going to like lay down at the start and are going to refuse to participate. So she can't win.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That seems, she seems uh, every reality TV show that she does, and whether it's celebrity big brother or anything like that, or even the the special, the first time that she ever did a challenge where it was the celebrity version, she just always comes off unlikable. And at some point you're just going to be like, well, maybe she is a problem. Like you can't, you can't blame editing or anything like that year after year. Like that's just the way she is. And Nam seems like the nicest person in the world and he's constantly annoyed with her and he's trying his best. And he's, he seems like a pretty good athlete. He seems pretty smart. Got a lot of things working for him. So when I look at the female side, obviously to me, like camp, Cam's in such a great spot because you don't want to throw her in there. You don't want to throw her in there and go against her in elimination. If you need to win a skull from somebody who, Already has one. Cam is probably not who you want to pick. Casey would be the other one, but Cam's just, she's too money. Unless there's some situation where, and if I'm out there, if I was, you know, one of these schemers still available, I'd be like, let's try to get Casey and Cam to go against each other in one of these eliminations, because otherwise these two are going to be a problem.
1: Well, Rob, I'm looking at the uh, the bets that we made from the uh, the preseason of the challenge. And no, this lo- is not
3: good for me. You
1: you've lost them both already. Lolo outlasted Natalie, and CT outlasted West. So fantastic news for me.
3: I, I got very screwed on that Natalie bet. That was a uh, that was a uh, not what uh, the situation I was expecting for her to leave the show. Unfortunately.
1: Well, uh, I mean, the one thing you do win every year is excuses for when you're wrong. So congratulations on that.
2: That's not fair. That's that's got to be a special circumstance. No, you can't hold that. Ag- you can't hold that against him. I am holding. Did we he actually
3: him. make that bet? I thought I made that bet with Devin. I didn't think I made that bet with you.
2: No, you made that bet with me as well.
3: What was what was the other one?
1: Uh, CT versus Wes and Natalie versus Lolo. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: The, 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 I, the I, West I, one, I, I think I was drawing pretty dead after episode one. Yeah, so.
1: I, I really like you. I, I like your method of, uh, I don't even think we made that bet. No, that's a, good, that's a good play. That's a Tim Anderson
3: type play. It, i made Natalie versus Lola best with everybody, I guess, which is not good for my uh, bank account.
1: Do you think we'll see Natalie again?
3: I hope so. She said she really liked the show. I think she'll be back on again. Um, yeah, I think she seemed like she was really, like, in the right mindset, too, coming on the show. And from her time on Survivor, I definitely think she's a very good fit. So I, I think she can come back on and maybe have, like, a Jenny Total Madness season where she comes back on and is just the best competitor and wins.
1: Yeah, she seemed to be, I, I, I like that she was with Wes, Frank, that they kind of seemed like they had the same strategy. It's just, Wes has so much baggage.
2: Yeah, that was such a great pairing. And I, I think that if Wes could have survived a little bit longer, and of course, Natalie, through the unfortunate circumstances ended her time on the show, I thought that that was a good pair. And I hope that in the future, if there was something similar to this, that they would both get an opportunity to work together. I don't know what Wes is, I mean, I guess it is the baggage, but there was something about him. That even though even with the baggage, there was just something about him. He was so defeated so early on that it was just it just wasn't going to work out for him. It was too much work, and I think that one of the great things working with Johnny Bananas this the previous season was that it gave him a little bit of a renewed interest. Like it was something new for him, and it was something you know. And obviously Johnny's going to take a little bit of the heat as well, but it gave him a little bit more focus. And I was hoping that would that would happen with Natalie when with if Natalie started winning a, a number of competitions. And everything, like, oh, that could have spurred them on to to bigger things. So, I hopefully, uh, with both of them, we'll see them back in the near future. All right. Well, I think with him,
3: part of what happened was, so he came on the season and he had, like, I think he really thought he had, like, a lockdown on everybody, but I just don't think he had good enough relationships with everybody. Like, he had a decent one, but not a good enough one. And then it's just really easy narrative for, like, a camp to push across. Like, hey, let's get the champions out so we can get CT, Ashley, and Wes out of here, and then we're not going to have to deal with them.
1: All right, well, let's make some predictions for who we think is going to win. I'm going to say that Cam wins with CT. When CT finally wins an elimination, makes up for the mistake of episode one. I think that's why they emphasize that so much. Ends up with Cam. So CT and Cam are my pick. Rob.
3: Wanted to go CT and Cam, too. That's the kind of train I was on. If you you already picked them, I'll go Darrell and Amber B.
1: Darrell and Amber. So you think that they end up staying together this entire time?
3: Yeah, I mean, we've seen pretty much where people have been pretty reticent to switch that I think they could stick together. And I, I think Darrell is by far the best guy in a final out of this cast.
2: Rank? No, I like Darrell too. And I think that he switches partners somehow. And he gets, he gets either with Cam or Casey and one of those two. Because I think that he still has the momentum. Because as much as I like Fessy, there's still something about Fessy that I feel like Again, I'm going back to his technique in, in Hall Brawl, and last year he was in the finals and didn't do as well. And I, I think that he's a big bruiser, but I think Darrell is the guy who ends up, like, of the guys who are still remaining, I think he has everything. I think he has everything to go out there and be successful. I think Kyle is kind of a, a dark horse, too. I think he's sneaky good at a number of things. That As much as he likes to play up being the liar and everything like that, I think he's – He's like a, a sleeper type of person that if you needed it, like if I needed a long shot, I would probably look at him, but I love Darrell a lot. And I think that he eventually has to switch partners. I don't know if he ends up with cam or if he ends up with Casey, but I think one of those two girls ends up being part of a winning team. So I'll say Casey, just to keep it different.
1: I like that uh, Darrell, according to you, is the Lex Luger of the challenge. He's the total package. So that
2: total package. Yeah, yeah, he is. I, again, like I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what to expect when he came back and what we were going to see out of him. But again, I what you guys are saying about CT, and maybe you probably are, right? Like you're, There's a reason like, ah, I should have stuck with Cam or I should have picked Cam or something like that. I still think that Durrell. I think that of the, I think he's, what you guys think CT's doing, I think he's doing a better version of it. So I would pick him.
1: Yeah, I think that people identify Darrell as too much of a threat. It doesn't feel like they're sweating. CT at all maybe Corey will end up winning he'll lose every partner he has this year and just win the challenge finally
3: yeah I think veteran savvy goes a long way in a final so that's why I lead more towards like to CT like we saw Johnny winning last season Um, and then even like world of the world's one which was super running heavy Wes is still able to like keep up with Theo and Turbo just because he knows how to you know manipulate things into his favor so I I lean much more towards or CT on the guys I can see Leroy pulling it out too if he ends up in the right situation in the final he's a third sort of guy on the totem pole there but i will lean towards Relative ct as the winner pick
2: well, so yeah, yeah. leeroy is a great you know that's a great call because the when he went out there and won his red skull i thought that that i thought that situation worked out well for jay i'm like oh my god like why would you want to go up against jay in this like he's a rock climber he's going to excel at this but Leroy was just utterly unbelievable and i know pat you and i talked about it a little bit when it the day after it happened, and I'm like, I've never seen anything like that. Like in quite some time, it's been, it's been a while since I've been that shocked. And like how great he was, they couldn't even edit. Like even the they they supposed like, oh my god, is this where he slips up? They're like, there's no way. He's so far ahead. So I think Lee. I think we're kind of. I'm. I know I'm guilty of underestimating Leroy here.
3: Well, was that uh, producer manipulation? What do you mean? Like because because Leroy's done that elimination before and absolutely torched it. Like I don't. So it's, he did it to the level where there doesn't seem like there's many people on, in, on the earth that could beat him in it. And then he gets up there. I don't think at that point they would repeated any eliminations. And he's talking about throwing himself in the guy in the elimination with the guy he had a rivalry with. And they're like, look, let's, let's give Leroy. Leroy's done his time. Let's give him something he, we think he can uh, knock out of the park.
2: I that's think that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah you, I could see
1: that. Your memory is going on you, right? Yeah, he, he dominated bananas, and well, I mean, didn't right. even get a, he didn't even get a chance to go in that one. Leroy finished it so quickly. But I would say that after that's right,
2: I'm an old man. Like I'm, I'm losing my mind. I forgot. But I, I don't know. Maybe it was just because I thought that Jay. I'm like, oh, Jay's got this.
1: See, I, I'm on the same page as you. I think besides Leroy and probably like Darrell, that Jay's probably the favorite in that elimination in particular over everyone else who was left. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, Sessy on that.
3: the Challenge Aftermath show said he thinks Jay and Leroy would have just beaten everybody else in that. So.
1: I mean, not, yeah. Nom is so strong that Nom may have been able to do it. I don't know.
3: You have a little have... bit bigger than you'd like.
1: I mean, the way he was able to hold himself up in that trivia challenge uh, for so long, like he was just so strong.
2: That's true. That's a good point. I forgot. Well, by the way, why didn't they like this is the thing? Like sometimes I need reminders like, hey, empty. It's still the middle. It, like when that happened, the football season wasn't quite over. So <laughs> forgive me for not remembering that. But like they should play into more of that. Like, oh, maybe because like that kind of plays into like producer manipulation, like, if they would pull out old footage like, oh, Leroy's dominated this before, then I think people at home would be like, well, then obviously you're setting this up for him because he's <laughs> he's winning, and you know he's throwing himself in. So I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying, and I think that they probably did set it up that way. And I think they're also giving Jay a sporting chance because it is something that he's good at. Like, it's yeah. it's okay. And do you wonder, like, do they do that with Hall Brawl, too, where they knew? like Fessy was going to volunteer himself to go in, like, all right, let's do hall brawl. Let's see what he's got. And then have poor Nelson eliminated by the same challenge two years in a row.
3: Love Nelson too. I was very, we had a stretch where it was like Wes, Nelson, Ashley, and Tori got eliminated like four in a row. And I'm like, look, we're just losing like all of my favorite people like within a four week <laughs> stretch here. Um, I would really like to see them go back to, they did this on the second battle of the seasons where the Wayne team could pick the elimination I think particularly now with the Red Skull twist, it'd be a good idea if, for winning the mission, which is a really good accomplishment, that you not only can you choose to go in or choose who goes in instead of you, you can also pick what the elimination is. I'd like to see them go back to that.
1: Yeah, there, there needs to be yeah. some sort of twist to make the dailies more important. Like, last place should get you yeah. automatically in. Like, don't perform yes. poorly in the dailies. Uh, and you can go in. Maybe the winners get to pick what the challenges and see what the secret votes are. I don't know what it is. There's, there's a tweak that needs to be made somewhere. But we are out of time as Adam Rank is a busy man. He has to go. Rob McIntyre, you can listen to on the Challenge Chronicles recap podcast. You can find that on the Mayo Media Network. Please subscribe. Adam Rank, uh, if you have a TV, you can watch him on NFL Network. If you have the internet, you can also watch him up there as well. Thank you both for coming on. This was the Pat Mayo Experience. Smash the like. Give me your favorite OG who's not on the OG season in the comment section. Subscribe to the podcast. Smash the like. Thank you all for watching.